Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to Drama Free Gaming, DFG Podcast 015. Yeah, we are up to uh, 15, and uh, we're doing well, guys, and hopefully you guys out there are doing well. Uh, you know what the circumstances are like, not only here or wherever you're here is at, but um, around the world, we're hunkering down doing what we need to do to uh stay safe and hopefully you and your family are doing well what's going on already in the chat we got some people uh appreciate that you are here and we're just going to be uh having a nice chill conversation uh, i got some gameplay from the division two warlords of new york city if you haven't checked that out you should let me get all of the uh, niceties out of the way, the necessities. Catch us on Mixer.com forward slash end time. That's X-E-N-D-X-T-I-M-E-X. And also, of course, on YouTube at YouTube.com forward slash drama free gaming. This will also be available for you guys in a audio podcast uh, format and it'll eventually be pushed out to Google Podcast uh, and other servers as well. Uh, primarily, I use um, Anchor.fm and again forward slash Drama Free Gaming, but it'll be pushed out uh, to other platforms as well. So if you want to catch the audio, uh, that'd be great. Subscribe there as well and everywhere that you can. Leave some comments. We're going to, like I said, have a nice, chill conversation. It's going to be a monologue here. As uh, I was meaning to uh, jump into some topics uh, earlier in the week, I attempted to uh, get a little panel together, but we had audio issues and really uh, it just wasn't up to snuff to release. So I kind of scratched it and came right back. But um. I'm curious to know, guys, if you tune in, the first thing I'm going to ask and share with you uh, is here is what are you playing during your uh, time now in seclusion or in quarantine? Uh, don't know to what extent you might be uh, cooped up in your home, in your apartment. Uh, I know that there are some quote unquote essential workers out there i want to thank everyone who is on the front line what's going on yb bob z <laughs> hi hello i see you in there you uh were quick to uh jump in here as soon as i hit the start streaming so glad that you are around um yeah there is a uh, a lot of downtime now for a lot of people some people are not working um, again, due to this quarantine and safety issues, and I just want you guys to stay safe. And I know that some people are, uh, experiencing some tough times, but, um, also want you to be encouraged, uh, and be thankful that, um, you know, you're well and, and you got people hopefully surrounding you, uh, that are encouraging you and supporting you. It I've seen a lot of this happening and i want to focus on that here for a little bit um today i was out and about with my wife doing some grocery shopping and uh everywhere we went whether that was 
Walmart, uh, Aldi's, it's a supermarket that we have, or um, what other place we went to, Sam's Club. There were lines to get in because they were letting only a limited amount of people uh, in the stores. So everybody is trying to the best of their ability to practice this social distancing. And um, it was it was rather interesting. Uh, we waited, uh, thankfully, not too long uh, on some of these lines. But a real good experience that I had was at Sam's Club and... My wife and I both went in and there was, uh, they were rationing or I should say limiting items uh, to people, uh, especially those, those items that would sell out quick just to make sure that people would have an opportunity to, to get uh, some. And there was this one guy with his, his spouse, his wife, his partner, um, you know, he reached over to get like the last like two dozen of eggs or, or whatnot. And uh, and I was going to get that, but he beat me to it. But what surprised me was that he realized that I was going to go for the same eggs. And he offered me uh, one of them. And I looked at him and I said, no, no, I'm cool because my wife had already grabbed one. I was going to grab the other one to see if I could, uh, you know, share with my my brother who was, of course, not with me. But um, I was just, you know, pleasantly surprised that this guy, he would just he would have been willing to give me, you know, one of the uh, dozen eggs that he had. And I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but I want to kind of like highlight that because, you know, during this time or any time. We can either choose to be nasty and at each other's throat. Uh, we can pretty much, you know, turn a blind eye to individuals and their needs uh, and just be worried about our own needs. And, you know, your situation, I don't know, is unique to you, just like mine's is to me. Uh, but this guy, just that simple act and that willingness to share the perfect stranger, uh, you know, pleasantly surprised me. And I said, no, that's cool. Uh, you can hold on to that. But to know that, you know, there's people that would still be willing to, you know, express that neighborly love and, and not just, you know, be paranoid and whatever it is, you know, don't let the, the times overwhelm you and cause you to be, you know, inhumane, rather, uh, you know, you want to take the opportunity to, to do good and, and to look out for your neighbor. You never know again, what situation someone else is going through, but, uh, yeah, that was a, a pleasant surprise and I'm thankful for that. Uh, and I was pleasantly surprised throughout the day as well. Uh, people being courteous, you can feel, the the anxiety the tension but even from a distance people were still giving you smiles or nodding their head acknowledging you uh and these workers who are in these stores uh, who are stocking our shelves who are unloading you know the trucks and you know keeping things 
under a semblance of normalcy, you know, my hats go off to them, all the doctors, nurses, anyone who is on the front line who has to be out there. I myself am an essential worker or fall under that category. So I'm still out there, guys. And, you know, things look really different when you're on the streets and you don't see the people and the traffic and the commerce that you're used to seeing on a daily basis. And it can feel rather bleak, but, um, you know, it's it's all good as long as we keep our heads up and uh, stay positive and be good to one another. It's, you know. We're going to ride this through together. So uh, let me move on to what the next subject can be here. Uh, what are we playing? What are we playing during this quarantine? There's been uh, some releases that I am very curious to jump into and that I've never experienced. Uh, one of those is Animal Crossing on the Nintendo Switch. And yeah. I've been hearing a lot of good things regarding this game. Uh, I've never played an Animal Crossing game, but I'm really curious. The only thing is I'm worried that I will play and I will get addicted. I will fall into that pattern of, you know, living that life. Uh, I have that type of personality. I can get wrapped up and involved in that game loop. Uh, that's why, like you see on the screen, some of my Division 2 gameplay back in the days when Division 1 dropped, I was there from like alpha <laughs> and I, you know, leveled up and then the beta came out and leveled up and then the game came out and did what I did. And I put some serious time uh, into these games because frankly, you know, they're the type of games that I like to play the game loop. Is interesting to me, uh, keeps me coming back for more, and it's just the way that I just go about gaming is really to decompress after a day of work, after a day of, um, you know, just dealing with circumstances and situations and issues. Um, you know, it's, it's just a way that I unwind, and I've been playing games for a long time from my youth up until now we're talking about you know the atari 2600 ColecoVision. um i either directly or indirectly owned or played those games whether it was on my uh cousins uh machines um consoles you know i was able to experience uh gaming at a young age and it was just something that stuck uh, that and uh, tabletop games, which I don't play no more. I don't have the group uh, nor the time, to be honest, to uh, to play. But back in the days, it was that D&D. &D. And uh, yeah, we had good times. Good times. It was a way for us to get together and to use our imaginations. <laughs> uh, you know, that was before these video games uh, became as, um, you know, as, as expressive as they are now, to say the least. Uh, tabletop games, D&D, uh, &D, uh, you know, Marvel games, uh, tabletop again, were all about that imagination and getting around 
uh, a group and creating those stories and just having a blast. Uh, so that's that's where I come from. And, you know, Animal Crossing. Yeah, I just picked it up. <laughs> it's in its box. It's still wrapped up. Uh, I picked it up today at Walmart. Uh, curiously, it was $49.94 or something like that. Uh, and I was like, wait, this game just came out like last week, I think. And I looked it up on the Nintendo eShop. Uh, and yeah, it was $59.99 digital. Uh, I even advertised on Walmart, Target, and every other place as being $59.99. But there it was in the shelf at my local Walmart here and $49. And I said, ah, I got to try this game. Now, I'll be honest. I don't know what to expect. I don't know if I'm going to play it, fall in love with it, and get caught up. What appeals to me, guys, is just that it's really chill. From what I understand, it's one of those games that's, you know, it doesn't really have an end game. And that appeals to me a whole lot. If I can just jump into this game and just kind of chill, tune out a bit, um, not necessarily be in there on a daily basis to uh, keep up with quest lines and, you know, missions and loot and all that other stuff. If I can play it on my own terms then Animal Crossing and I are going to get along uh, just fine. So, you know, if you've checked it out, if you have played it and you're listening to this podcast, listen, I don't care when you listen to this podcast, whether it's a week from now, a year from now, I was just uh, tuning in to Gamertag Radio. It's another great podcast. If you guys have not heard of it, it's been around for, gosh, I think 13, 14 years, but I just discovered it. And when I did discover it, it was actually listening to another podcast, uh, RDX podcast, Real Deal uh, Xbox Gaming, uh, Dealer Gaming here on YouTube. Check him out every week, Tuesday, uh, I believe. 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, he puts out his podcast, and I think it was there that I heard about Gamertag Radio. I looked it up, and when I tuned into their podcast, they were, or yeah, they were uh, interviewing Phil Spencer, uh, and I think it was their 1,000th episode, and I was like, wow, <laughs> here I am at uh, episode 15. But you know what, guys? This is a, a a labor of love. I like to uh, to have these conversations and like to get on and just share with you guys uh, what my gaming experience is and just what's going on maybe in the industry, what's going on maybe in my life. And usually I'm here with uh, my brother from another mother and the same heavenly father as i always introduce him uh dark dad jay and he's usually the one doing the gameplay uh but you know pray for that man uh, i love him uh dearly and uh you know we're all going through something right now and you know 
we need to look out for one another. So I'm going to leave you with that <laughs> before I go on a rant and get too far away from Animal Crossing. But if you guys have played the game, tell me what you think. Uh, again, if you discover this podcast a year from now, great. Uh, tell me what you think about the game. Maybe it's something that I might, uh, you know, hear you speak about and you might remind me and say, Hey, Anton, remember when you said this in episode 15 and I might be like to who knows, God knows episode 200 or whatever. And I'll be like, wow, I said that, but, uh, yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be fun. Kind of like a time capsule thing. Uh, and, and yeah, it'd be cool to go back and revisit and maybe give you some of my uh, impressions then as to how either I enjoyed Animal Crossing and if I put the time into it or if um, if it wasn't one of those games and I kind of just like got it, experienced it and moved on. So, but I hear that it's amazing. I've been watching reviews on it. It, it really seems like and I have a good feeling that it's going to uh, to to ensnare me. <laughs> so uh, hopefully, I, I I do hope I don't give enough love to my to my Switch as I do to my uh, Xbox and now my uh, PS4 Pro. Uh, talking about PS4 Pro, we are getting to the end of The Last of Us Remastered. I've been playing the game on stream for about an hour session each time I play. And I think I'm in the last area. I have remained spoiler free for all these years. So when we get to the end here, guys, my reaction, uh, and I might talk about it on a podcast uh, and talk with Jay about it because I know he's played it and it has, uh, and he's ended it. Um, I might want to talk about it. And again, I have played The Last of Us, but never uh, completed it uh, for whatever reason and got to the same area where I'm at currently right now, the uh, winter season. So I'm excited because I hadn't played that game in a while. And actually, uh, while playing it again through the third time now, uh, there was a lot of stuff that I forgot about that game and it was like a whole totally new experience and it still holds up guys it is still a great game so if you've played it uh great if you've beat it even better if you haven't maybe now is the time um although it might be you know a little bit uh touchy for some people especially during the times that we're living in uh, may not want to play uh, that type of game, uh, but it's great. The story is great, um, and I can't wait. I can't wait to end it, uh, to roll the credits, and to actually uh, talk about it here in a future uh, podcast soon. Uh, so yeah, so been playing The Last of Us Remastered, got um, Animal Crossing in the pipeline, and also, i uh, been listening to and actually was listening to, uh, again, an episode of Gamertag Radio. And uh, they were talking about Fantasy Star Online. And I said, wait a minute. 
Fantasy Star Online. I remember Fantasy Star back uh, from the days of the uh, Sega Master System. As a matter of fact, I've said before that it was the first game that and OutRun uh, that I got with my Sega Master System. And I remember playing Fantasy Star and just being the happiest kid alive. I got it during Christmas. I remember my uh, mom paying, I think, like $100 for that game. And yeah, I played that game all the way through. I have not finished another RPG since then, to my uh, shame. But Fantasy Star will always hold a place dear and near to my heart. And so when I heard about Fantasy Star Online, to my understanding, it's been out since 2012, I believe. I might be wrong about that. It was being kind of held hostage out in uh, Japan or Asia or somewhere. Anyways, I'm not a big online MMO player. But when I heard it just got released uh, on the Xbox and it's free to play, I said to myself, I got to check this out. So actually last night, because that's when I heard uh, the Gamertag radio podcast, I turned around and, and downloaded it and it's waiting. And I'll definitely come back on here after I get a chance to check it out and play for a while and let you guys know what my impressions are. So we got Last of Us almost at the end of it. We have uh, Animal Crossing that we need to crack open here soon and Fantasy Star Online as well. Uh, and again, I just want to try to get as many uh, experiences as I can uh, trying out these games. Again, it's not going to be something that I'm going to tell myself, okay, now you got to see this game through because I know that each of those games, except for The Last of Us, uh, are games that you need a time commitment. And, you know, again, to be honest, I play a game uh, for as long as I'm interested. And if the game stops being fun for whatever reason, I just stop. Uh, one of those games that I was playing and I just stopped playing because... It just stopped being fun for me uh, was Hollow Knight. And, you know, that's not a knock on the game. But Hollow Knight, for me, I just lost interest. And I put some time into the game. But I saw myself kind of like finding excuses not to play. Uh, and at the same time, finding excuses to continue playing it against my, uh, my will and my desire. And so I've kind of had to learn to curtail my uh, expectations of games and really putting this unnecessary uh, obligation to play games. You know, a lot of us have games in our backlogs that we have not touched. We've purchased games um, or we're subscribed uh, like to something like Game Pass. Um and we have all these games at our fingertips and a backlog of games 
telling ourselves that we're going to get to it one day, but we never do. And I've kind of like resigned this thought to myself and just say, you know what? I'm going to at least boot up the game, give it a shot. If it, you know, captures my attention and holds my attention for however long I'm going to play it. And when it's done, when that feeling is done or I'm done with the game, I'll just move on to the next one and not feel guilty, not feel bad that I didn't quote unquote finish or roll the credits on the game because if it's like that, guys, we'll never play or experience anything new, let alone anything that we have in our uh, in our backlog of games. So Hollow Knight was one of those games. I think that for what it is, uh, I enjoyed it up until the point that I wasn't enjoying it. And that's OK, guys. Just, you know, just move on and play something else and don't, you know torment yourself and say hey i'm not i'm not a real gamer because i didn't roll the credits um you know your reality like mine might be that you don't have that time and it's not the only thing going on in your life you know i have a family i have work i have studies i have responsibilities and i just can't lock myself in and it be game 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 can't do that you know uh doing this podcast is also something that i've been wanting to do and again i know that and i've had my friends here uh podcasting with me but i understand that as the captain of the ship you know i have to set sail i have to keep things afloat and i just can't let this go to the wayside because again circumstances and life is going to happen and many times you know we can't coordinate schedules we can't control things but um i want to be here i want to be here i want to do this podcast i want to chat with you i want to get things off my chest uh i want to have this interaction with you guys and hopefully you know you feel the same way and it's and it's an outlet um, especially now, guys, especially now that we are under these circumstances and we don't know how long it's going to be. It's a relief for me to be able to download two, three, four, five different podcasts. Sometimes, you know, these guys and gals out there, they're putting it out on a daily basis. Sometimes it's on a weekly basis. It's all good. It helps me out. It keeps me in the right state of mind. And uh, I feel like I need to contribute to that. And I got something to say. And, and why not? Why not come out here and say it? So, yeah, guy. Animal Crossing, Fantasy Star Online. I can't wait to try these games out. And I definitely will come back and talk to you guys about this. Let me know in the comments. What is it that you're playing right now? Um, have you moved on to something new? Have you picked up a, a brand new game? I know that uh, Resident Evil 3 uh, has launched at the time of this uh, podcast recording. Uh, what's the other one? Doom Eternal. 
So there's, you know, there's games out here. Not to mention Nintendo uh, announcing recently uh, some new games of their own. And also the rumors of uh, a 35th anniversary Mario remake port. I don't know if it's going to be one game, two games, four games. Uh, some of their classic games over to the Switch. That's going to be great. I look forward to that as well. Uh, again, there's it's a time for us to to enjoy, to look at the uh, the things that we do have, the things that we can enjoy, and don't focus on the things that you can't control. You know, just hang tight. We're going to get through this together. So, uh, but let me know what you're playing. Let me know what you're looking forward to playing. Or maybe you're not playing a new game. Maybe you're playing one of the old school games. Maybe you're back on, you know, an older system. Who knows? You know, I'm looking at my uh, Dreamcast right now. And I got a couple of uh, games there that I enjoy. That Crazy Taxi, uh, Ready to Rumble 2, Ready to Rumble. Uh, I think I got that uh, 2K football in there as well. Uh, yeah, it's some good games, some good games. And, uh, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I got a smile on my face as I think about those games I just mentioned. And I have fond memories, fond memories of playing with friends, with my neighbors and just having a good time. So let me know, let me know what you guys are playing. So, uh, well, I have kind of like another inquiry here in this monologue that I'm having. Uh, and I was just thinking to myself, you know, all these announcements that Xbox is putting out regarding the Series X, I'm excited. I am so pleased that Xbox is taking this aggressive approach, uh, doing something new, uh, giving us information getting digital foundry involved and saying hey here's the box take it apart put it together uh you know speak about the specs uh you know just stepping back and making their uh their box their console their tech um accessible uh and i wish that we can say the same thing for playstation i'm still waiting here to see the box and to know a bit more about it we got mike cerny and the specs in a sort of a gdc uh, conversation or presentation i should say and i know that that bored a lot of people to death but i don't want to speak about specs i don't want to speak about you know who got the most teraflops and you know who has the fastest ssd we hear that in these podcasts, and I've covered that uh, in my own way here. But the question I want to ask, and maybe you might have asked yourself the same question, is who is the Xbox Series X for? Or for that matter, who is the PlayStation 5 for? These next-gen consoles, uh, you know, who are they going to appeal to and in what way? Because we can speak about specs, we can speak about power, we can speak about teraflops and, you know, 
SSD speeds and blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, uh, who are these boxes for? Uh, the consumer who picks up, and there's my dog in the background. I wonder who she's barking at. Um, but the Xbox and the PlayStation are both going to be amazing consoles. And for the average consumer, I dare say even the, the tech head, unless they're looking with a magnifying glass at their, you know, 4k screen and scrutinizing everything under a microscope, um, when they throw these games on these systems, they're going to run amazing. They're going to look amazing. Now, I know that there's proprietary uh, software and tech involved in each one, and one might be able to do something better than the other one. But the reality is, is that when you put on your game, you're looking to have an experience with that game. And just for example, look at what PlayStation did with the base PS4 and the PS4 Pro and, you know, God of War, which is another game I have to get back to. Or Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, The Last of Us that I just mentioned, Bloodborne. You know, these games looked amazing. Amazing experiences. Spider-Man. I mean, think about it. People played these games, and I'm just mentioning PlayStation. Um, people played these games because they were just that. Amazing experiences. They had fun. Uh, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. Look at Nintendo. The Nintendo Switch. I own a Switch, and I enjoy Mario Kart. I enjoyed that uh, Mario and Rabbits. Great game. Lots of fun. And it's not running anywhere near the specs of a PS4 or an Xbox One. But the games are amazing. You know, the games are fun. They keep me coming back for more. And so I asked the question again. And maybe it's a question that you need to ask yourself. Is the Xbox Series X, or if you're in the PlayStation uh, camp, is the PlayStation 5 for me? You know, I mean, as a gamer, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm going to get the Series X because that's the platform that I'm on. And I prefer just because my friends are on there. Um, and it's just the system that I've had since the original, the OG Xbox. I've owned PlayStation 3. I had a PlayStation 1, I believe. And of course, I just mentioned the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4 Pro. I've had multiple of those. Uh, I enjoy both consoles, but I'm going to get the Series X. And the reason is because I know I'm not going to experience any quote-unquote next-gen uh, gaming at least for maybe a year. The Xbox Series X for me is going to be just like I got 
my uh, LG OLED C9. It's kind of like I'm picking it up now. I'm an early adopter and I'm future proofing myself. And I know that with the Xbox and that ecosystem, all my games are coming over. OG Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One games, my whole library, Game Pass that I'm subscribed to, I'm subscribed to Game Pass Ultimate. All of that is going to be accessible to me on this monster of a console. I have a gaming machine, a gaming PC, but I prefer the console and I'm just going to enjoy it. But it's not because, oh, it's more powerful and, you know, than the PlayStation 5. I'm just going to get that. And eventually, I'll be able, when I'm able to, I'll pick up the PlayStation 5 to play those amazing uh, games that they have, those single player experiences. The Last of Us 2. Spider-Man 2, God of War 2, uh, all these games, hopefully a sequel to Bloodborne or something in that vein. And I'm just going to enjoy myself. I am going to be in there. I'm going to enjoy myself. And that's why. That's the reason. Is the Series X, can I hold off on the Series X? Yes. Honestly, I have an Xbox One X right now, and I can. Do I want to? No. But can I? Yes, I, I, I can. I have no reason to run out day one. But for you guys who are probably asking yourself that question, um, you know, should I run out day one? Well, you know, you just take some things into consideration. Are you going to be invested in, in, in this console, uh, the way that I said that I am, you know, I mean, are you in the ecosystem already? Uh, or, and I'm just talking on the Xbox Microsoft side, can I hold off because Xbox allows me to play my games on PC, uh, through X cloud, which is something that we haven't spoken about, but it's going to play a big part in, in, I believe next gen console gaming. Um, you know, you don't have to, uh, jump and, and get that. Maybe you're on a, on an Xbox one and come holiday season, if the systems still release at the time that they said they're going to release the end of this year, we'll see only time will tell. Um, you might be able to get an Xbox one X as a matter of fact, just recently, I think I saw on Amazon, they're bundling the Xbox one X. Uh, and I saw it for like two forty nine, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, so that's amazing. That's a great price. It's going to be really interesting and not to mention, uh, the Lockhart, which is, you know, we'll, we'll say, we'll call it the Xbox series S, which is a, uh, you know, a, a, a lower powered console, which is going to be much better than the Xbox one X. Uh, 
and going to be able to allow you to play your next uh, gen games. Um, but it's probably going to be targeting 1080p, 1440p, which is which is amazing. So, you know, these these systems at the end of the day, I can tell you just my own opinion. And I've heard many people say this and I agree with them. The price, the price is going to be something that people are going to look at and say, well, this one is a hundred dollars more than this other one. I'm going with the cheaper one because if both consoles have similar ability, um, it's not going to matter if one has 12.1, 12.2 teraflops and the other one has 9.1 you know, with the variable rate there, being able to boost it to 10.2, whatever, none of that's going to matter. It's not going to matter guys. What's going to matter is the price. And if you're locked into the ecosystem, the games, the games at the end of the day. So I'm hoping that both Xbox, PlayStation, uh, soon we'll get to the point where they're done with the conversation as to, you know, the specs of the system, the reveal of the systems. Okay. That's good. That's wonderful. Now give me games and please don't give me, uh, you know, trailers of, uh, videos of the game. I want to see some actual gameplay. I want to see some gameplay so that I can say, wow, this is really delivering on this next gen uh, hardware that they're talking about. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? I think I think that's where we're at right now. Um, pardon me. My uh, allergies are kicking in and I'm trying really hard not to sneeze here <laughs> while I'm on podcast. I already had my dog barking in the background. But um, but yeah, guys that that's my take that's my feel i want to see games every time i'll give you a perfect example every time i see a nintendo drop a direct out of the blue they don't announce it they don't do a lot of fanfare they just drop it and you see hundreds of thousands of people tuning in either live or uh or afterwards and i might be exaggerating but tens of thousands of people let's say that okay <laughs> let's let's tone down that but they tune in they watch it it's 20 minutes 30 minutes and it's game and game and gameplay and gameplay and announcement and gameplay and that's it and they're done and then they walk away it's like mic drop you know and that's great. I want to see Xbox and PlayStation do that. Like, I think we're at that point right now. Other than PlayStation revealing how the hardware is going to look, which I am curious. I want to see what what that's all about. Uh, and again, I don't want to get into another topic here, but just recently hearing uh, the buzz. I don't know if it's true or not, guys. I'm not going to do some investigative, you know, journalism as to whether or not, excuse me, the PlayStation supposedly 
is having issues in its design and it's overheating or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in the industry. I, I wasn't in the room when they tested it. But I'm sure, as sure as I am, that Mike Cerny is a very bright, much more intelligent man than, than me when it comes to tech. Uh, knows what he's doing. I'm not worried. And I would not worry because they haven't given me a reason to worry. So I'm just letting you know, guys, whatever it is, these systems are going to be amazing. There's always a possibility. We all remember the Xbox 360 and the, the ring of death. Hey, when you're an early adopter, that's another thing. You run the risk of maybe getting, you know, that first batch that uh, is not really, you know, up to snuff. Eh, it's happened to me. It happened to me with the the uh, Xbox One X. I got the uh, Scorpio edition and it wasn't functioning right after a couple of weeks. But I had got, you know, the plan that if anything went wrong with it, I can just take it back and swap it back out. And I suggest you do the same thing, not only with your consoles, but with any major electronic purchase. You want to make sure you're covered for a couple of years that you can just walk in, swap it out, get another one, and you're good to go. And the Xbox One X that I have right now is the one that I've had since for the last couple of years. So it's been treating me right. I've been having a lot of fun, but, uh, guys, I think we're going to, we're going to end it there. Uh, again, just wanted this to be a real chill podcast. Uh, we got a lot to look forward to again, animal crossing fantasy star online. It's going to be good guys. And, uh, no matter what your situation is, you know, keep your head up. We're here. I'm going to try to, uh, Put out uh, some more content. Uh, come hang out with us uh, and watch our Last of Us playthrough. Maybe you played it already, um, but you don't want to go back and play it again. Come watch my gameplay. Maybe refresh your memory uh, in anticipation for the uh, Last of Us 2, which hopefully... From what I understood, has been delayed indefinitely at the time of this recording. It's a heartbreaker, but it is what it is. But you know what? It'll be that much better when it comes out. In the meantime, let's catch up on these uh, backlog games. Let's uh, be safe. Let's look after one another. And keep your gaming and keep your life drama free thank you for subscribing for leaving a like for leaving comments it really does help a lot thank you so much and until next time later